Welcome back to the BTS Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. With me, as always, is Morgan. Hey, what's up? We're alive. <laughs> we're well, here. We're, we're here. still alive. Yep. We're I mean, I know it's in doubt, right, these days. We're social distancing. We are working from home. <laughs> yeah, we're working from home. We are fortunate enough to be able to do that. Yep, we're still here. And there's still stuff to talk about, and we're still podcasting. Yeah, and BTS still exists, so BTS I guess this is podcast still... will continue, right? B- K-pop still exists. BTS is still with us. Yeah. They don't have coronavirus. Right. And as far as we know, none of the concerts that we have tickets to are canceled. Not yet, but... Or postponed. Uh, yeah. Let's just stay on the on the positive side. <laughs> it's not yeah. looking great right now, but... No, I mean, it does look... You know, I always, I always thought it could be a serious thing, but it does appear to be a lot more serious than we thought it would be. It's, this is real stuff, but at the very least, you have to adjust your your stances when new new data comes in. It's not positive. I, I mean, let's just put it this way: governments and businesses, if they're willing to sacrifice trillions of dollars, you know something serious is happening. So, at least at this point, everybody should, you know, take it seriously. Heed the warnings. Do what do what you're told. Try to follow. In California, we're basically on lockdown. Yeah, we have the shelter-in-place right. rules. You know, I, I know that I I do know a couple of people who still just think it's some sort of a hoax or something. It's a, people don't people don't give up trillions of dollars just because or just because they are overreacting or just because they feel like it or due to a hoax. It's you know because people think it's serious and they also don't give up trillions of dollars because. We think that a few people are going to die. Large corporations and governments don't care if a few people die, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's a big world. It's a big country. Right. It's like, like a few people die every every day. Obviously, they must think a lot more than that. Could die if they're willing to spend a trillion dollars to solve this. And that's a big number. Uh, just to put in perspective, the U.S. military only spends like $730 billion a year. So we're, we're willing to spend a lot of money in this country to deal with this. It gives you an idea of how seriously they take it, you know, take that for what it's worth. I take it for a lot. If people are willing to put that much money where their mouth is, uh, they, 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 they care about it and they think something's coming down the pipe. It's, it's, it's potentially a big deal, you know? And, you know what, um, though? I feel like California leaders kind of let us down because they probably were seeing signs of this early on because like if you listen to some of our past episodes we were talking about coronavirus and like joking about it like oh, months yeah. ago now, i'm even sure now that i had it months ago i'm 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 even more sure that i had it in january it's like if we heard about my, it then it they must have known about yeah, it my and, symptoms were very very close yeah so i'm um it's it was more widespread than we think now a lot of people will get it and they'll just it'll look like a a cough a cold some people get it and they have no symptoms. A lot of the, you know, the athletes who are getting it now, who are verified test positive, they have no symptoms because they're healthy. But obviously, if you're old or you have a lot of, um, you have pre-existing conditions, pre-existing conditions, you're a smoker, or you have, um, how do I put this, a lot of visceral fat, then your immune system is stressed, right? Or if you have hypertension, different things like that, you know, you're more at risk for these things. So. Uh, it's going to hit some people harder. It's going to hit some people harder. And you should take it seriously. Because but that's why it was so bad in Italy. Because everyone there smokes. And there's a lot of, of like yeah. elderly people. Yeah. So, you know, needless to say, take it seriously. 
you know, obey your uh, lo- local laws and whatever directors you have, the death rates will still probably be around, you know, 0.5 to 3%. But even that, that's a lot of people. And the other thing is, I'm sure there's more people dead in China than 10,000. They are totally lying to us. Yeah. And then remember that our government officials are privy to intelligence that tells them the real number. So they know how serious this could be. I'm sure there's you know, probably just half a million to a million people that are dead there. It's serious. You know, do what you can. But um, you personally, if you're healthy and young, you should be fine. But your life will definitely be inconvenienced. And remember that a lot of the things that could be harmful to you are, you know, the, the corollary effects, right? People panicking, shortages, things like that. You know, just try to stay inside. Don't interact with people more than you have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should be okay. But when people start feeling desperate and acting funny and you, things can happen and you don't really want to be caught up in that. On the bright side, the stock market totally tanked. So if you have any free cash at this point, you should probably buy up stock. And if you're scared, just think of it this way, okay? Either stocks, first of all, the stock market always rebounds. Second of all, if it doesn't, in this case, it would mean it's the end of the world. And it's like we've entered Mad Max territory. And um, basically civilization has ended. In that situation, you won't care how much money you lost in the stock market. It just won't matter to you, right? That type of thing will be irrelevant. But if it does rebound, like, you know, it always normally does, then you will have made quite a bit of money in five, ten years. This will really pay off. It will pay off. Or it won't. But if it won't, if it doesn't, you will have much larger concerns anyway. You know, you'll be scrounging up guns and muscle cars and things like that. So don't worry about that. In either case... The money couldn't have been doing anything better. So buy up stocks now. It's the best thing you can do. I know it's scary because, you know, when things are dropping, that's like human nature is like, well, I don't want to buy that. No, this is the time to buy it. You just have to think of it as like it's on sale. Stocks are on sale. Yeah. So it is the time to buy. I mean, that's how you treat anything. I recommend It's like ETFs. Amazon or like any website you buy things from. Something is like a lower price. Like, oh, time to get this. Right. It's like just look at you track the price. Like yeah, that. you track the price of a thing you want. I mean, if you're a responsible shopper, right? If you just buy whatever you want, whenever you want. Well, if you can afford that, that's fine. But with stocks, the idea is to buy it when it's as cheap as possible. And hey, right now it's cheap as possible. So go ahead and get it. Um, but besides that, circling back to BTS, I, I'm almost sure that the Santa Clara is going to be canceled. It just doesn't seem like the end of April. Although you can cross your fingers because it technically hasn't yet. It technically hasn't. And Santa Clara, unfortunately, is the first date of the U.S. tour. Good news, though, is that I looked and they have a window at the end of their tour in June. And I'm almost certain by June, this whole situation will clear up. And in June, the stadium is not being used by anything else. BTS could reschedule to that point. Like, you know about Levi Stadium, how it's kind of run by the 49ers and they don't really use it for that many things, right? Yeah, Levi Stadium is um, a stadium that mainly does football. I, I don't want to get into the minutiae of it, but ma- basically the Niners run it, the, the football team that plays in it. And they, I have a feeling they don't like other events that often in there. So maybe they make it more expensive or difficult to, to do events there. But anyway, the point is June is free and June comes at the end of their con- uh, tour. So they could just reschedule it to then. You mean the end of like before it goes off to Europe? or and other- No, it's after the Europe dates. Even, oh, I think. okay. So they could just reschedule to that time and hopefully the ticket that we got, the tickets 
will still be valid. If it's not, then they'll just refund us, I guess. I feel like they would no really try to reschedule it. I have to imagine they are going to try everything they can do because, well, it's a lot of money, right? Nobody likes to give up a lot of money. And they don't have to at the moment. The date yeah. falls outside of all the mandatory dates. Yeah. So they're going to try to hold on to it. But I just, you know, reading the tea leaves, it does not look like it's going to happen. I think the most optimistic thing is to think that they'll reschedule to June. But a lot of the other dates, I think, have a good chance. Yeah, I think the non-California places yeah, are but I th- probably yeah. in good shape right now. But I think that the Santa Clara and the Rose Bowl They're in are almost certainly going to have to be rescheduled or canceled outright. I'm almost sure of that. Also, keep in mind that California is more of an epicenter. So California right now is in a total lockdown, and a lot of other states are not. I mean, I don't think any other state is, in fact. We have a shelter-in-place stay home order from the governor i don't think other states have that that's true we have a more extreme situation right now but on one hand that doesn't look good but on the other hand maybe that'll mean it looks really good in two weeks and then you know since they haven't said anything official they might reevaluate at a it's later possible. time i mean i know the goal is for them to flatten the curve and within two weeks and just see where we're at and if it looks good then good because I've seen on Twitter, it's and I, this is not like anything official, but it's like the Korean media is saying that, you know, BTS, they canceled their Seoul concert dates, but they're still rehearsing. They're still getting ready as if they're going on tour. And so I have to think they're... Oh, I definitely think... They're going to continue do. with at least some of it. I definitely think that some or most of the tour dates will happen. I definitely think that. But I don't think the April California dates are happening. I think those are the most in question, which is unfortunate because yeah. that's the ones we care about. <laughs> right. But I, I certainly think that they will do most yeah, of th- their dates. I think everything after Santa Clara and, and Los Angeles are probably in good condition. They're going to go I would forward. say so. I would say so. If you have tickets to one of those, then I wouldn't Europe, I don't know, though, because I feel like they're, it's kind of spreading there a lot. I don't know why. But, mm, but at the same time, it's even farther away time-wise. That's true. It theor- they have time. Theoretically, should have burned out by that time. Now, enough that the municipalities will be, feel comfortable letting 60,000 people gather? Um, maybe not. But it's it's pretty far down the line. Let's just put it that way. That's another thing that you have to look at is it's not about what does Big Hit want. It's what the local place wants. Oh, of course, that's the first thing. And yeah. so you're probably... You're probably not even going to see big hits say, okay, we're canceling this and this. It's, it has to be, you're going to hear about, okay, this city says no events can happen. And it's right. going to come from that first. Yes. And then if they have to, they will cancel and do refunds and you know whatever needs to be done. But I can assure you that they want to do the concert, even if it's maybe iffy. Now, I'm not trying to say that they don't care about the health and safety of people, but they are a company. They're, they are here to make a profit. Right? I think they're waiting for it to go below a certain threshold. And then it's like, okay, we got to move forward. If, they can hold a con- if they're allowed to hold a concert by the authorities, then who are they to say that, that it's not safe, right? It's right. up to the authorities to say that it's not safe. Yeah. It's not up to big hit. That's why I'm checking Santa Clara County updates because that's right. who's going to decide who what things can happen at right. Levi Stadium. It's, and it's their responsibility to ensure the safety of people. At this moment, the Santa Clara County said that there can't even be any mass gatherings of more than a thousand people for the rest of this month. So I yeah, don't know. But what, I'm almost certain that this will 
kill the April too. You have to keep in mind, this is 60,000 people. I don't think that, that by the end of April, they're going to be comfortable with that sort of event. So yeah, hopefully they just uh, reschedule. If they don't, hey, maybe we'll just, I don't know, fly to Landover and watch it there. Wait, no, which one would we go to? I would like to go to a place where we know people. Oh, we don't know people in any of those cities. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have oh, to New fly. York, New York. We know a few people. Have to fly yeah. somewhere. Yeah, but I did yeah. see, it seemed like a lot of people were kind of panicking and then it was like more tickets were on sale that people were oh, trying to get like rid of. Oh, they were like trying to get rid of it on StubHub? Yeah. So. Hmm, that's true. That could be an, uh, an opening right. if we need to I feel bad for those go somewhere else. Right. I'm not panicking because all the tickets we have are face value tickets. So if, we, if it's canceled, we just get a refund for the face value anyway. But if you bought your tickets on StubHub, I could see you can't. Uh, getting panicky because they're not going to refund you whatever yeah. you paid on StubHub, obviously. Right, right. You paid a premium to a scalper, so they're not responsible for that. Well, I did see an email from StubHub that they said you could get a refund for the value of the ticket, or you could pick a coupon that's worth 120% of that for some other event. Oh, so I see. I mean, I guess. But the face value of the ticket, though. Yeah. I mean, right? right, obviously. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what the venue is willing, is willing to pay. You know, the money that's pocketed by the scalper or whatever, that's that's gone. That's in the ether. Right, because that person set the price. Right. So those people are in a tough spot. And for those people, I would recommend you hold on to it. Because unless it's Santa Clara or L.A., my bet is that the concert will go off. The dates are far enough into the future. Probably everything in May, you're gonna that concert, you'll be able to see. But I think we will definitely have an answer by April 7th. Uh, of what's yeah happening mid-april they're gonna have to make it they're gonna have to make a hard choice by mid-april they're gonna have to they can't just the choice can't be done the day before yeah it has to be like yes or no by right you know two or three weeks before right you're gonna get an answer at the very least so but i do think uh california making everybody stay at home is gonna really decrease all the numbers so maybe that'll be good for us just the fact that they're reacting really yeah harsh right now we just have to like get through the next like one or two weeks right and we're prepared we have plenty of food plenty of everything i watch a lot of nut jobs on youtube so they told me to prepare long before this and so i did even even while i thought that maybe ah no it's not going to be that serious but then i thought well i mean it doesn't hurt anything so <laughs> yeah well, what's 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 the harm in prepare we got what's supplies the harm in buying extra stuff we got supplies weeks ago yeah so before it was crazy Right. If you're going out now for supplies, just be careful. Just be careful. People are acting panicky. They can act, you know, it's just not as safe and as predictable as you would like it to be. Oh, and now they're limiting things. Like you can only get one. Here at least. One. Yeah. Uh, but in a lot of places, in a lot of places in the world, it's soap. not that serious yet. Okay. So you could maybe still walk out and about and, you know, but in California, yeah. It's amazing. Like you go to Costco and the lines, just look it up. Costco lines, it's hilarious. And it's because people <laughs> have acted ridiculous in the past couple of weeks. That you wouldn't need these rules that are saying like one rice each, one Yeah, true. one toilet paper each. Right. It's cuz everybody's buying like a couple people have ruined it and bought right. way too many. Right. <laughs> just like everybody's seen the memes, okay? About the toilet paper and the hoarding. Guys, there's no need to hoard calculate how much you actually need and just get you only need about a month or two 
at the most, okay? You know? And also, you don't need a bunch of bottled water. I don't understand why people buy a bunch of bottled water. First of all, they're not going to shut off the water. Uh, your tap water is going to still function. And if you say, well, what if the tap water doesn't function for whatever reason? Well, I hate to break it to you. If the tap water is not functioning, society has really broken down. There, You have bigger concerns, okay? And bottled water isn't going to save you either because human beings use a lot more water than you think. A pack of bottled water from Costco is not going to do the job. That's for just drinking here and there. That's not for life. But the effects on society could be very, very serious. And there are already are. Like the economic effects will be serious when we come out of this. But I'm sure I, we'll bounce back. Yeah, that's another thing that some people are like, well, let's just shut down for months and months just to make sure no, the virus goes away. And it's like, we could do that and that would work, but that's extremely harmful for yeah. The economy and right. people. We can't just shut people down. People need their jobs. The world still has to live after this, right? We still have to have a world to live in. So it it it's a cost benefit analysis. You have to weigh those people's lives against what you're willing to spend and sacrifice to try to save them. This has to be a reasonable cost benefit analysis. Sorry to make that a cost benefit analysis when it comes to human life, but. Happens all the time. No, well, those are the kind of decisions yeah. that leaders need to make. Uh, yeah, it's like what's it good for everybody. So we put those people in charge, hopefully, because they know what they're doing. Hopefully, so that's on them. They need to make those hard decisions. That's what we're doing. We're trying to mitigate as much as possible. But at some point, we're just going to say life has to go on. We we did what we did we could do, and let's hope that it was enough. These three weeks are just to buy us time to increase our medical apparatus yeah. capacity like they need more icu beds right, to and save respirators more lives and, and hopefully more lives will be safe but at some point we're gonna have to resume and when we resume regular activity more people will catch it and when more people catch it more people will potentially die but that that's the cost that we have to weigh those right we can't all just stay inside forever Hey. We, we can't. I mean, there's so many people out of work right now. Anybody with a service kind of job, they're not making any money right now. And that, right. that's not good. That's right. That's like millions of people. Right. A, a certain number of people's lives are not just always going to trump every other consideration. That's just not practical. That's why I think some of the, there's some army out there that are like, the whole tour needs to be canceled just for oh, really? everybody's that? safety. No, that's, no, that's not true. No, they that. are for sure. And no. I'm like, that's really extreme. We cannot do that. Like no. the economy needs to right. function. Big Hit could go bankrupt because of that. It's like, I, I'm sure none of us wants to see that. And I think, yeah, if you, it's easy to say that people's lives are more important than money. But you know, there are different models out there where it's like, okay, let's, shelter everybody and limit the exposure and then slow down the spread and then there's other countries that are like let's expose more people and then just go with it and you know the people that are exposed will get immunity and then yes. and you the know people who die die yeah there's some countries that are doing it that way yeah. and it's like either way is valid it just depends what yeah you know your leaders uh, decide yeah. I, I wouldn't say that way is callous necessarily it's not like the people who chose that i think denmark is they're choosing just herd immunity I don't think that's callous they're necessarily. They're just doing it faster. They're just yeah. going through the whole cycle faster. Exactly. And then they're just, yeah. Maybe it'll turn out to be a disaster. We don't know. Let's just, in, in a year, we'll find out. We've got some 2019 numbers that show the net profits of Big Hit, SM, JYP, and YG all compared to each other and look pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, two of them lost money. 
And these are the big four right now. So that's why this post was looking at those four. I guess I'll just go. Two of them lost money. Yeah. This, they gave a lot of numbers here. And it was like, here's the sales, here's the profits. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it was just big hit and JYP with a profit. And SM and YG both lost money. Right. I didn't know. I thought SM was doing okay or at least, uh, you know, in the black. But I guess not. It says here they're negative $14 million deficit for 2019. Well, it's complicated. Not Not all... I mean, the most people you would think that this uh, being a successful business means making money, right? And making more money means you're more successful. And in general, like this, this would be true. But it's not always that important because a lot of these they're publicly held companies, right? So a lot of these their their main goal is to maintain their the price of their stock. It's it's not necessarily to return turn a profit. Like a, like for instance, even currently, Uber is a successful company well this is the opinion on this is sort of changing but for a long time they were considered a successful company right uber's never made money right uber's lost money every they single don't make but money. They, they they sold their stock for they sold their stock at a very high price people made money on the stock they were considered successful and they kept grabbing market share in a market that people figured they projected at some point would be worth x amount of money so the fact that they lost money does not mean that they're failing or anything. It's not the, the, you know, the world is ending. And it could also just be, well, this year they decided to spend a lot on you know, promotions and things like that. Yeah, this person and, who posted this seems to think that some of that is due to right, NCT and, and Super M right. promotional costs. And they're growing their company. They're trying to get a lot of market share. And if that is, insofar as that's successful, then it's successful. Their bottom line isn't as important. And so I don't think SM had an unsuccessful year. I think YG had an unsuccessful year. Do you think SM maybe had like a building year? SM spends a lot of money and they make a lot of money. It's, it's one of those, right? Okay. So let's, let's, let's bring it back to an analogy with American companies. Apple makes a lot of money. And they bank a gigantic reserve of just cash. Anyway, the point is they always, they're in the black by quite a bit every single year. They have gigantic profits and they don't spend too much. Conversely, Amazon makes a ton of money and also spends a ton of money. Right. You know, reinvesting in the infrastructure and this and buying companies here and there. Uh, not just here and there, here, there and everywhere. They spend a lot of money. So that's the point. I think only recently were they in the black did they make money. Right. They, they were spending money constantly. Now, they weren't just spending it on, you know, like strippers or something. They were spending on growing their business, growing it, expanding it, getting more market share, things like that, of course. But both are very successful companies. Both are the largest and the fourth largest or third largest companies in the world by market cap. Right. No one could say that they're not successful. But these are obviously two very different philosophies on how to do it. So with a corporation, you can do it either way. So what I'm saying is SM, I feel like they're not unsuccessful. They're, they're in the Amazon model. They're trying to grow right now, you know? And I think Big Hit, they made a ton of money. They're in the black by, uh, I wouldn't even say a lot. Like the other thing was, I think they only were in the black by like $60 million, right? In your figures, right? Yeah, it says, uh, let me just go through the net profits. For Big Hit, it was $67 million. For JYP, $26 million, SM, deficit of $14 million, and YG, a deficit of $21 million. Okay, well, not 
not to sound like a privileged American or anything, but like $60 million is not that much money. It's like maybe what a sports team makes or something. So they're in the black. That's good. That's great. Everything. But that's not necessarily good. So think about it this way. When you want your company to be a valued company, what you want is for your stature to grow up, for your stock price to go up, for money, for capital to flow in. And to do that, there's a lot of different ways to do it. But having being in the black by quite a bit is one way to do it. But there, there are a lot of investors who look at that positive bottom line and think, well, okay, but what are you doing with that cash? Where is that cash going? Like, what is it doing for anybody? If you're distributing back to us as dividends, maybe I'd be happy with that. But you, if you're not, then who cares? It's just it's cash sitting somewhere. Do something with it. Now, that doesn't mean you should take all your profits and just throw it around everywhere and say, oh, our investors want us to do something with it. Let's just do stuff. Don't do dumb stuff and don't waste money. Don't do that either. Investors either want you to give it back through a dividend, meaning you just literally just hand money back to investors, right? Or they want you to do stuff with that money to grow your company. If your money is sitting in a bank account that only you can touch, that doesn't do an investor anything. (laughs) So the fact that Big Hit is in in the black by that much isn't necessarily positive. It's only positive if they do something good with that money. Does that make sense? To grow the company. It doesn't, it's not positive if they just, they just have a bank account with a bunch of money in it. So I think if you look at that, it's a lot of that $67 million is, that's a lot of profit that BTS made and probably you take away promotion from... BTS and TXT, whatever that costs. Right. Remember we talked about their um, company meeting and they talked about all these like big plans that they had. So I think they're looking to really expand yeah, and look pretty at, rapidly in 2020. And look at all the talks about Big Hit. Oh, we're going to buy this company. We're going to buy this smaller company, whatever. That's them Yeah, I think using their money to actually grow their market share, to grow. That's what shareholders want to see. Yeah. People rarely buy a stock for the dividends. You know, the... Here's some money, stockholders, for you know owning part of the company. Most most people who buy a stock don't buy it for that reason. They buy it because they want like a ten dollar stock to go to hundred dollars at some point soon within their lifetimes. Right. They yeah. don't buy it because it gives them twenty cents every year. They want to see some growth right. over the years. Right. They don't buy a ten dollar stock because it gives them twenty cents back every year. They want the potential for a much larger geometric or exponential growth, and that's what they want to see. They want to see you reinvest it grow your company, blow it up. They want to see that stock price soar. So that doesn't mean SM is a failure. It doesn't mean you're a failure in the, if you're in the red. And it doesn't mean you're a success if you're in the black by a lot. Do you think trying to promote internationally is where some of these companies go wrong? Because it's like that costs a lot of money, but you might get a big return back if... No, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's great. It could pay off. Well, I mean, think about it. What's the... The, the market in South Korea is saturated, right, pretty much. K-pop has dominated South Korea. Where, where does it have room to grow? Right. America. They should definitely spend that money and try to grow it here. I think that all of the numbers are fine. The only one that is worrying is the YG number. Because I'm not sure that they are... I'm not seeing where they're spending money to grow their company. Yeah. It just sort of seems like they're losing money because they're not active enough. Right. Where where is this money? That, it feels like the yeah. things they could be doing aren't super expensive things. So it's like, why don't they just do it? Like buying more songs and songwriters and yeah. producers. Making another video for Blackpink. 
that costs so little. Look, look at the numbers right there. They lost, oh, what is it, like, uh, how much did they lose, $20 million? Yeah, their deficit of $21 million. Oh, another million videos, only like, what, a million, two million? Yeah. Maybe I mean, not even that, maybe only a yeah. million dollars. Videos are not as expensive as they used to be, you know? And I, I have a feeling that K-pop companies are even better at getting, making good videos for a smaller amount of cash. Yeah, I'm sure they have access to really good, you know, programmers yeah. and so, directors and... How much does a video cost? How much does a song cost? I bet buying a song from a songwriter only costs, I'm just like, I have no idea, but it can't cost more than like $50,000, right? $100,000. Let's just say $100,000, okay? Right. And I think even that is pushing it because usually I'm guessing that you don't have to give that much upfront to a songwriter. Because, yeah, they don't know if it's going to be a right. big And then they song just get a certain percentage of the residuals, right? That's the typical way it's done. It doesn't, it doesn't cost that much at all. And as far as Blackpink goes, well, does it cost money to have them go into a... St they have plenty of time. They clearly have plenty of time to do the video, to record the song. They're just not well run. So you can't say that same thing about SM. You can't say that same thing about Big Hit. With YG losing money, yeah, that's a concern. With SM losing money, it's not... Look at SM. Like, they made a lot of money, but they spent a lot of money. That's a big difference than you didn't spend that much money, but you lost a lot of money. That's a much different situation. Yeah, and SM has a lot of groups that are right. active right now. So it could be just, well, you know, 2019 wasn't an optimal Or maybe they, you know, they, 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 they sank more investment into growing it in different markets, into developing things. Making a lot of money and spending a lot of money is much different than not spending that much money and losing money and losing a ton of money. That's a much different picture. You know, and that's the sort of the picture that but maybe that's YG why. Is um, maybe that's why YG is starting this new girl group because they think, well, maybe the way forward is just to have like a big rookie group make a splash, you know, and maybe and do that. But I mean, the group has to be like amazing. I know, like Itzy and TXT, they make it look really easy to just yeah. be like huge. I think that's dumb up front. But no, I don't think that's it. I think maybe they they've been developing it for a while. So maybe they're just thinking, well, we've been developing them. We just got to release them, right? But they're just not active enough and they're not doing enough with their properties. I, I, yeah, I don't think they think that it's got to be a, a new splash or anything. <sighs> it's hard to say what they're thinking. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out their strategy here. Uh, yeah. And yeah. And if they've been developing a group for a long time, but it's not optimal to release it, I, I have no doubt that, you know, plenty of K-pop companies have just let groups die on the vine. They've just said, well, you're never coming out. Lots of groups have died that way. Right. So I'm sh I bet they have no problem doing that, actually. So I don't know what their rationale is for releasing them, but I don't agree with it. Blackpink isn't doing anything. Somi isn't doing... Remember, they, they have Somi, right? So oh, what, are you, what are you doing with her? I forgot about that. What are you doing with her? She is a big name. She's popular. So what, why not do something with her? She's in the contract. You may as well use her. I don't get it. Really, I, I don't get it. Unless they have they lost faith in those properties and those people, I don't. I don't see why they would. They seem talented and popular as ever. So what? Why would you lose faith in them? So I don't know. Well, I've been seeing a lot of um, winner notifications lately, so I think they're they're on track to release their album. Yeah, be something. But then they have to release their album. That's the thing. They have to. So that's a different situation a little bit because the, like they have to go enlistment soon. Right. So if they don't release it now coronavirus or no yg shenanigans or no if they don't release it now they will never release it 
Right. Or I mean, they could wait two years, but obviously that's not you know feasible. So come hell or high water, they are going to release whatever they've got in the pipeline now. So that's a little bit of a different situation. They yeah. they're forced. To Winners on it. a time crunch right now. They have to release it. How well will they support it when it comes out? That's another question, though. Maybe not very well at all because it's not a well-run company. It is what it is. We'll support so. Winner. <laughs> now, are they all going at the same time? I don't think so. No, I don't so. think so. I don't think they're going because they've shown that they do solos. Yeah. So like, they don't. They don't care. Like the Big Bang people yeah. all spread it out. So they don't care. They'll do solos and stuff, which is fine. I don't disagree with that. Their solos are good. Oh, so. that's right. Though the Coachella got postponed till October, so uh, that's so the Big Bang thing is gonna oh, happen. That matter. Then, well, now, like, what else are they doing though? That's, that's a long time from now. I don't know. Chill in Korea. <laughs> There's coronavirus. That's true. <laughs> Maybe they're just sitting at home like everybody else. That's fine. Let's remember the coronavirus isn't all bad. It benefits a few people, like Wendy, from from Red Velvet. Oh, that's true. Gives right? her time to gives her time to recover. To heal. When she's back, she's hey everybody, I'm back. What? Well, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, everyone was distracted. Everything was on pause anyway, right? So she could recover while people were on pause. That's good, right? So at least maybe there's one person in the world that it does benefit. You can look at the the silver lining. It's not going to affect Big Bang negatively, I don't think. They can wait. What's well, going to happen between now and Well, I feel like if, if some of them, the, whichever ones were going to perform at Coachella, they were probably looking forward All to that. And now it's like, wow, that's like six months from now. That's a, oh. a long time. Who can say? Maybe it's good. Maybe they can like uh, practice better uh, routines for their Coachella. Right. Right. Maybe Whatever. they can do something new and fresh. I wonder if they were gonna do any new songs, or were they? Yeah, just, maybe. Were they gonna do just some of their like greatest hits? I would recommend they do the greatest hits because remember this 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 audience has never seen them at all. So just do your best stuff. Yeah. This well, I was just thinking since it's so long from now, maybe they should release an album before that and then you know perform a couple of songs from that yeah who knows it should be good though i don't think it will hurt them at all talking about the net profits of all the big four companies leads me to an article about big hit where it was talking about how they're preparing for an ipo but now coronavirus is affecting what's going to happen with that so Mm. they were going to go public this year is what it says but no, they're not. Yeah, I don't know. If, that's not something you say the date that it's going to happen. You only say it like right before, right? Mm-hmm. But no, you don't say it right before. But they they've delayed it is basically what you're saying, right? Yeah, their their value was really high before coronavirus started, and now they're thinking maybe it won't be that high if they try mm-hmm. to go public right. at this moment. Which so it's not a good time to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe smart. So they're going to wait a little bit longer till this plays out, the, the virus situation. And they canceled the four concerts in Seoul. And they're still scheduled at this moment to go on tour in the U.S. starting in April. But this could also be canceled due to the virus. And if the tour is canceled, it would cause financial damage to Big Hit because the concerts are a huge source of their income for the company. And so then people would not want to buy their stock in that initial public offering so they're hoping that this situation gets settled pretty soon yeah it's a tough position for them because 
with the enlistment and stuff, it will affect this IPO, you know? I mean, big hit is basically just BTS. So it, it, they would like to have opened this IPO at the height of BTS, obviously. But they'll be fine either way. The, the company has gotten to such a stature that I, they'll be fine. This is not any sort of doomsday or anything like that. It's just This is sort of just the minutia of business. I do think it's just going to be a matter of deciding what's the optimal date to do this. Because they want to do it as soon as possible, I'm sure, but not so soon that... Because they want to an influx of capital to keep growing their company at a rate to get them into that big three. Or they're already in the big four or the big three to push them further and faster. You know, buy up other companies. Basically, IPOs allow you to bring in capital. And then you have even more money and you can do more with it and grow your market share and things like that. Not if your IPO offers at a low number, though. So Fast Company, which is a business website and magazine, released a list of the most innovative companies of 2020. And Big Hit Entertainment ranked fourth on this list after Snap, Microsoft, and Tesla as most innovative companies. most innovative? Yeah. <laughs> what did Microsoft do that's innovative? <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah, it does seem like they've just had the same computers or operating systems yeah i know it seems that way it's totally wrong though i mean it's wrong i understand how microsoft makes money and oh gosh this is a bts podcast so i won't go into it but like all the things that you think they're dumb and microsoft sucks at or whatever but like for instance bing nobody uses bing right do you use bing the web the web search no no but enough people do use it that it actually makes a ton of money so yeah, a lot of the stuff you think that, wow, that sucks, Microsoft. Why don't even do that? Oh, let's see. But they see. make money off of it a lot. Yeah, this says um, Microsoft was on the list because of Teams. Because of what? I don't even use that. I had it, like, it's it was on my computer as, like, a default. Yeah. All of a sudden. What? Can you repeat that? Microsoft Teams, which is, it's like the same as Slack or Skype. It's kind of a thing. How's it innovative? It's just copy it's Slack. It's just, like, messaging. So they just copied Slack and that's innovative? It's like a workplace that you can use chat and, you know, share files and I stuff like that. I understand, yeah, what it is. Yeah, I understand. I don't know. I think the fact that it integrates all these different things, even though I don't use it, it it's like well, they have it a- works with like Office 365 and all that. <sighs> okay. Like everybody has Office. Well, true. I mean, it's innovative because it has synergy with everything that else they have installed, but they kind of have the advantage in that they have this gigantic installed user base, right? Well, they uh, they had the advantage for browsers too, but then they got in trouble for that. But that's a whole and they lost it. thing. <laughs> and number and number two, they lost, which is surprise kind of surprising when you think about it. But yeah, I mean, whatever. We're, the point is, we're talking about big hits place on. Let's not get uh, sidetracked with Microsoft whether yeah. they deserve so, their place or not. Yeah, it was like Snap was number one, which I think they're kind of on the decline. Like, who uses Snapchat anymore? Well, you have to understand, Fast <laughs> Company is written by, like, 40-year-olds, or at best, 30-year-olds. They might be, like, behind the curve a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 30-year-olds even, it hurts to say. Even 30-year-olds are way behind the curve. They're like, what's the new thing, guys? I heard this Snapchat thing. It's like, oh, my God, you guys are five years behind. Snapchat? No. Yeah, Snapchat's no. not as big anymore. Yeah. Now it's, like, TikTok. All the kids, yeah, all the kids use TikTok. Either way, I don't think I don't think Snap is innovative. I don't think TikTok is innovative. They got Snap at number one, and then Microsoft number two. Number three is Tesla, obviously, because 
electric cars. That's pretty innovative. Mm, and space travel. Yeah, oh, that's true. They're doing a lot of things at right. Tesla. Oh, wait. That's technically SpaceX, though. Yeah, that's technically Tesla, just electric vehicles. Okay, sure. I guess that's innovative. Yeah. So then Big Hit was at number four. And the reason they're at number four basically mm. was because of Weverse and Weply. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> which now for some reason Weeply is called Weaver Shop. They, at some point they changed the name. <laughs> really? <I laughs> Remember when so. we got it like so confused when you had to buy the tickets and get on both apps? Yeah. They just changed it to Weaver Shop, probably to just make it easier on everybody. Oh, you're right. I just looked at it. It is. <laughs> you haven't looked at it since you bought tickets. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's not called Weeply anymore. It's a Weaver Shop. Oh gosh, it's more confusing because they're they're the same color now. <laughs> it used to be like a like a like a sea green and a blue. Now it's a sea green and a sea green, except one has a lot more white than the other one. Oh, that's so confusing. Can they just merge these two apps? I think they made it like okay, it's the same thing except one you buy things at. I mean, <laughs> look, they're. They're innovative. They're number four innovators well, on this what is list. The, well, what, how are they innovative? What is the description of it, how they're innovative? Because they got all of the BTS army to use these apps exclusively and not use like other things for their shopping and you know social media posts. I mean, although they still <laughs> use other ones, but it's like they got a lot of people congregated okay. in one area. Okay. It's basically. I guess I can buy that sort of what they're doing they're getting <laughs> a lot of money through that so right. i can see why I, I guess in a business website that's what's innovative is what makes a lot of money and it's getting oh yeah all these people on weavers and weaver shop and then it's True. like you have to use the weaver shop to get the army membership and all this different merch and all this other stuff so it's that's a lot of money yeah I mean, you have a dedicated fan base and you make them jump through hoops and install stuff and buy stuff. That's smart. I don't know that it's so innovative. I mean, that's not like some sort of rocket science secret that other companies have not figured out. But hey, they they did it. Other super popular pop music acts didn't do the same thing, right? Yeah, and you'd so, think, okay, they in created... In that sense, that they, they did more than the other ones did. They made Weavers, and that's just... It's basically like a separate social media area right. for just that band. And you think, oh, that's so easy. Just make one. But, you know, other artists have tried that and it didn't work. Like, I remember Taylor Swift had a had an app. Oh, really? Did she? Um, I think it was called... Sounds like, terrible. It's called, like, Swift Life or something. And it was for fans. And you could just, you know, post all this stuff. And then mm. you could, like, get points by doing different things. Right. And it was around for a little while, and then I noticed it like went away. So right. it, it, obviously, it didn't work out. So, and that's Taylor Swift. Like she's one of the biggest artists there is, and right. she couldn't really sustain. Well, BTS has a more rabid fan base at the moment. Yeah. So I think it's it is impressive that they created it and it actually worked. I'm not going to say I agree that it's innovative, because this is you know leveraging rabid fan base to make them buy more stuff pay more monthly fees for stuff it's not like okay that's that's everyone's trying to do that bts is more successful because their fan base is more rabid yeah <laughs> and they're more dedicated well let's not use the word rabbit they're more dedicated they're more committed than other fan bases so it's 
it's more successful. But as far as innovation, it's not a new idea. Innovation implies that, wow, this yeah. is a new idea. Nobody's ever thought of this idea before. People have thought of this idea. You guys are just better at executing it. BTS, if they want to sell, oh, here's the DVD of the last concert at wherever, and they will sell it on Weaver's shop. Right. It's like Taylor Swift will do the same thing. It's just the, the DVD will not be on right. a website that she runs. It'll just be, you know, it's just available wherever yeah. at different places. Right. So is it innovative? No, probably not. But you know what? It's smart for Fast Company to say it's innovative because you know what they get to do? They get to put BTS in their article headline. Yeah, that's true. Which will get a click. And you know what? That's the goal of Fast Company. <laughs> <laughs> right? The goal is not for them to accurately represent what was actually innovative in the year 2020 or 2019. The goal is there's their, their media company, their magazine. They want to get clicks. That's true. That and is a lot of... you put BTS and you probably get more clicks, right? That's a lot of the reason behind, here's a top whatever list. Yeah, or, here's a top whatever. Or here's the most attractive people in 2020. And it happens to be all the people who are in big movies and who people want to read about. Like, are they really the most attractive people? No. The most attractive people were all probably like models or something like that, right? People we don't know the names of. Right. If you were using science or something to measure like their golden ratios and crap like that right but that's not your goal to have an accurate list your goal is to get attention and clicks and make your article viral right and put a lot of big names in it right so you that's succeeded um, you didn't have like a group of scholars yeah so yeah, yeah like, i'm not i'm not let's gonna calculate right i'm not the... gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> quibble with it so much i'm not gonna complain because i know what they're looking to do it makes sense. I know what people want to read. That also makes sense. It's not on many fronts. It's not necessarily the most accurate thing. That's fine. That's not what anybody is looking to do. You know, this is not some scholarly endeavor, right? Yeah. It's not it, like some it, peer-reviewed study it wasn't that you're a doing. Study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's not one of the most innovative things. But kudos to you guys for trying to f- add BTS to an article about business. You succeeded, and you probably got way more clicks because of it. Yeah. Right? Like, There's probably a bunch of BTS fans who clicked on this. I would love to see how BTS is more innovative and Big Hit is more innovative. Millions of clicks came from all of these people who have no interest in, you know, fast, fast, they're a business publication. Business website, yeah. Right. So I haven't read an article on Fast Company in years, but of course I clicked right. on this one. <laughs> I, read, I read quite a few on there, but that's neither here nor there. But you, you, you got what you wanted. You got lots of clicks on it, right? <laughs> Where they come from, who cares? But you, you you, got them. They came from all the BTS fans. I see right through it. This is just the way it, this is the way it, this is. The way it is. And I, I don't begrudge it either. It's business. It's, it's, it's life. It's, uh, it's media. It's just the way it is now. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to like jump on the table and say, this is not accurate. I don't think Big Hit is that innovative. I also don't think Microsoft is that innovative. I also don't think Tesla is that. It's pretty, it sounds like a pretty lazy article. Not it's hard it. to be very innovative though. Yeah. Like what is I bet there you, that's I bet new? you I bet you if they made an accurate article, it would have like some obscure biotech company. Like if a person spent a year researching the real most innovative companies of the past year, it would have a bunch of companies that are so obscure but really did innovative not just well we're Microsoft and we added Slack. <laughs> right? <laughs> Our version of Slack. Like, but there there was a big Microsoft meeting 
a company meeting and they said what's what's the feature that we should steal from another company what should guys? we do this year it's like what's what good feature does another company do that we need to steal and put into office and then somebody raised their hand and said how about slack and then they and they said yeah that sounds like a great idea let's add slack and then it was done that's not innovation guys come on and a big hit they were thinking how can we extract more money out of our fans well let's make them sign up to something like sign up to some app and then do what and pay a fee okay let's do it that's all they did i'm like well what kind of perks can we give them like they can get first crack at buying tickets done yeah and everybody bought it me included it worked it worked (laughs) like well what other stuff can we offer them they can post pictures and stuff okay great wonderful that's all that happens every time i open my phone the push notification just says like some so-and-so posted a thing i never open it but it's usually just pictures or comments or something and i think half of the time they're probably in korean i don't even know what they're saying but you know innovative no it's not innovative (laughs) oh you know what the most innovative things are is all the companies that are making plant-based meats like that's innovation that is innovation and it could change the world it could change the world not to get on a tangent but I'm all behind plant-based meats because we need to we need to reduce the amount of meat consumption that we have. But the problem is that meat tastes meat tastes so damn good and people love it and we can't make people stop loving it and I wouldn't even try to make people stop loving it because that's a real uphill battle that is pointless to fight. But if you can make a substitute that tastes as good, then you can reduce the, the consumption of meat. Yeah. For many reasons is a good idea. That's how they're going to do it, is to just make it taste exactly the same. For many reasons. That's going to be the the only way. Environmental impact, uh, humane treatment of animals, all of those things. Whatever your angle. Just a growing population. Yeah, whatever your angle is for why this is important, it is important. I think most people can agree it is important. Try to reduce the consumption of meat. But just shaming people or nagging them into reducing their consumption, that's not going to work. That's not going to work, especially when consider like a large population from the developing world or something they don't they're not gonna these tactics are not gonna work on them yeah they're so like you, well we're, we can't even get by you're telling you know, us like you're like, telling us to not eat meat even though it tastes good because for reasons because moral reasons they're not gonna care there's some first world person telling them not to eat something that's super tasty for whatever moral reasons they're just gonna tell you to f off and i don't blame them they really should but if you can provide them an economical, tasty alternative that is both cheaper and just as tasty, hey, that solves the problem, yeah. correct? Then, That's how you solve a problem. Then you don't have to persuade anybody. No. Then it's just like, well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, and like, it's cheaper. Your and it's mouth cheaper. cannot tell the difference. Yeah. That's how you solve the actual problem. So those people are innovative and actually pushing to change the world because that, that, sh- that switch needs to happen at some point. And that is new. That is new for sure. Growing meat in a culture, that's new. Creating a meat substitute out of, well, no, that's not new. But creating a meat substitute out of plant-based stuff that really, really does taste like meat, that is pretty new. I've had all the meat substitutes, like Impossible and all that. Beyond Meat. Uh, It's close. It's not exact. It's not exactly it. And they can only do ground beef. Right. They can't do like a a cut of meat. Right, so they they haven't gotten to that, you know. But baby steps, they're 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 on their way. 
I'm glad Big Hit got some recognition. I don't know if they're that innovative, but good for them. They're not. But as I said, <laughs> it's not important because it's just an article to get clicks. It's fine. I don't care. In real estate news, I see that RM has bought a $4 million apartment in the Hanam the Hill area in Seoul. And this uh, is the same place where, where everyone lives. Yeah, where a lot of people live. And it's very exclusive, and it's where a lot of celebrities live, and it's where the BTS dorm is also located. Mm-hmm. He has his own apartment, and the dorm is there, and there you go. And it says he didn't he didn't have a mortgage, so he just paid it all. Well, yeah, it's not that much, right? Four million dollars. Well, I guess if you have four million, you might as well. Why would you want to pay interest? Pay for it. Right. I don't know how the taxes work, but maybe it's like not really a, a benefit to have a mortgage then. Yeah, who knows? They show any pictures of the apartment? I mean, these apartments are not that big. It is 3,060 square feet. Oh, wow. Okay. That well, isn't huge. No. But I think it's it's like the overall. Yeah, the location and everything. And real estate is expensive in uh, South Korea. Seoul. Seoul. Mm-hmm. Not quite as expensive as uh, New York. This place, I guess, it's very exclusive, and it's like you can't just go in there and walk around. It's like gated and very hard to get past a certain point. Yeah. You know what's funny? It kind of reminds me of their on video when they went into like the giant gated area. It's like that's kind of like what. Of course, they want to be protected. What their apartment is from the normies, from the common <laughs> people. So they have the dorm there, and I I could see why they still have that because probably some of them still use it, and it's like okay if they're all working all day it's like let's all just go back to the dorm and, right or whatever or we'll go back and practice it's easier at home it's easier to have a place sure. that they're all at but then it's like a bunch of them have a separate place too although it's not really clear if it's like used for the member or if it's they bought it for family or whoever to use so unless they say it's like we we don't know so rm's apartment was 3060 square feet and the dorm it says i see in another article it says that place is 3,200 square feet and this um, location you have a lot of amenities like pool and parks and all this other stuff and much better security is at this place. Yeah, they've always lived there so it has good it has celebrity security. And I thought it was interesting that so they have the dorm there and RM now just bought his own place there too but Jin also has his own place at this same complex and I found another article that said Sugar bought an apartment but at a totally different place called the UN Village and which is a, another place that is where a lot of celebrities live and famous people and Jungkook and J-Hope both have apartments at a place called Tremage Apartments which is another like rich person area where a bunch of other celebrities live so it's like a lot of them have a separate place somewhere else but I didn't see anything about V or Jimin having their own place. So I guess they just live at the dorm or it's just unknown if they had bought their own place. I'm guessing it's unknown. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't release everybody's information. Yeah. It's like just certain things get out. So I just thought that was interesting that they all have these different places. And none of them is like a standalone house. I guess it's just normal to have a, an apartment in Seoul if that's where you're going to live. I mean, Seoul is a densely popular area like New York. You don't have like a single family house. 
Oh, it's like that dense. Oh yeah, it's very dense. Most parts of most big cities in Asia are that dense. Most cities in Asia, I think, big cities resemble New York more than most American cities. But they don't have like, do they have a lot of high rises? Maybe they don't have as buildings that are tall as New York, but you don't have suburbs where everybody has a single family home. You have to have an apartment of some sort or a condo or you own an apartment. So it's closer to New York than not. Whereas in America, New York is sort of the exception. I think I think most Americans live in a a single family home. I think uh, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm not gonna say most Asians live in a single family home or don't.、I'm、not sure, but in the big cities, certainly they don't. You gotta live in an apartment of some sort, and that doesn't mean you rent necessarily. Maybe you buy it, but it you know you share walls with people, and it's a big building. That's what I mean.、Uh, so yeah, that's the way it is. Even if you're rich, but just like New York, even if you're rich in New York, you share walls with people. Well, not all. Some of people are so rich that you don't have to share walls, but you share a building,、yeah. right? You still share a building with people. Somebody lives in the floors beneath you, often, even if you're super, super rich. And that's the way it is in a big city like Seoul too. And real estate is expensive as well. You know, regular Americans not used to that because they they're used to single family home living in the suburbs. And I just think it's interesting how they pick places where it's basically like an enclosed little community itself, and it just has like. All these other celebrities that live there, or CEOs and people, and it's like kind of its own little community inside. And it's, I would think that, I mean, of course they need privacy, but at the same time, it's like that could also hide. Like, okay, if you're dating somebody and they live in there too, it's like, well, no one's ever gonna know. It's like、right. everybody, all these, you know, celebrities have their that'll make it more convenient in there. So I don't know if that's. And it's like is a, that part of it? A、uh, lot of these、maybe. people are K-pop people that live within、yeah. these these communities, so that's pretty convenient if you're trying to date someone and not get caught and not get paparazzi. But at the same time, it sucks because you don't get a lot of space of your own. You know, you don't get your own space. You're kind of living in an apartment complex. Yeah. Even if you're super rich, you still live in an apartment, like a dorm. Kind of situation. I mean, that's not fair. I mean, it's nice, nice, nice apartments. But like, if you're super rich in America, you can have a complex. You can have your own land. You、yeah. know, you you don't have to you don't have to brush up against anybody else. You'd have much more than three thousand square feet. Yeah, you'd have you know twenty thousand square feet. And, and also in Asia, like we've we've covered this before, they have different standards when it comes to population density and what they're used to. And what luxurious living looks like. So they'll pay four million dollars for an apartment. Hey, people in New York pay that. They pay more. You pay like twenty million dollars for an apartment, and and you still you maybe maybe you don't share walls with people, but you go downstairs and you're just on a New York street. Anything goes at that point. There's homeless people there. There's whoever yeah, there. There's the outside. Yeah,、world. you you have no control over that. It's you have no separation. So I guess it's a little. It's a little bit better. I've seen Hanam. I've seen. I've seen these places in YouTube videos, by the way. And they look. They don't look as busy and as just like they're not in the middle of、uh, Manhattan like some like not some of. The most expensive New York properties—they're in the middle of Manhattan. So when you get down to the street level, you're on the street. You can't control who is on the street on New York Street. It's anybody. Now you probably like emerge in a you know car with darkened windows and all that, but 
you know, your separation from common people is not as not as much as you might think that twenty to a hundred million dollars would buy. In most cases, to, you, if you buy a home that's twenty to a hundred million dollars, you expect like quite a bit of separation from common people, right? Right. But in New York, that's you don't get it. You don't get it. You just you, you don't. You get a nice place that's really high up with a lot more amenities and space than other people get, but separation not so much because you still have to come out unless you're going to live there everywhere uh, forever but you're not you're going to come out so you have to walk amongst the normal people but i've watched youtube videos about these like super exclusive korean places and they seem to have a good amount of space it's not as it's not how do i describe it their areas seem a little bit it's still seoul but it's a little bit removed from the hustle and bustle of the middle of the city. Like I, I, I could have sworn I saw like a body of water in between this thing, these areas, and the, the middle part of Seoul. Yeah. Whereas when you talk about Manhattan, the rich, the expensive apartments are right. There's no separation of water or anything like that. That's what I observed. Yeah, it seems like they have a lot of like open park area and yeah. like forests. So it's a, li- a little bit better for them, I think. You buy a little bit more privacy. You could, obviously, theoretically, you could buy a lot more privacy by moving even farther away. But due to their work constraints, of course, they can't move super far away. You can't right? have a long commute. No, especially since, as I understand, it's so much of uh, the infrastructure, the economy of what happens. It's near Seoul, right? If you're a K-pop star, you can't just move to Canada. <laughs> I mean, wait, that's an extreme. But you can't even move to the countryside in Korea. Because you have to be close to your work, which is Seoul. And we've established that these K-pop stars work like 14 hours a day. So they can't really be living far away. They have to live near Seoul. But it's it's a nice area. I've looked at it. Yeah, definitely check out those videos on YouTube where it's like, a, oh, here's a tour of Hunnam the Hill. Thank you to our guest, Morgan. You can find BTS Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. New episodes weekly. Please comment, review, or rate in the podcast platform you're using. Follow us on Twitter, at OurBTS. Until next time, this has been BTS Happy Hour. Thanks for listening, and remember, make every hour a happy one.